much. Very thankful that he's been coming to Alaska since 2006, and uh, he's uh, very good friends with many of our pastors, and especially the Seagraves. Can you believe the Seagraves have been in Eagle River for six years already? They're celebrating the anniversary of being there. Praise God. And we're very thankful for them, very appreciative of their faithfulness, their work for God, and uh, the successes and triumphs that God has given to them uh, there in Eagle River. Amen. And we're thankful they are a friend to Brother Mocus, and, and that's how we became acquainted with him. Amen. And we're very thankful for him. Praise God. I know he misses his daughters a whole lot. And, uh, and they miss him. But uh, he'll be on that plane tomorrow with a big smile on his face. <laughs> the Lord willing. And uh, it's a long flight back to Orlando and a long drive back to where his family are. But uh, I'm thankful that uh, he's here with us today. Let's stand together as we welcome Brother Mocus to this pulpit. Amen. To minister in the name of Jesus Christ. Praise God. The Lord bless you, my brother. Thank you, Pastor Glover. Let's give Jesus a mighty hand of praise today. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. How many will not forget what Jesus has done for you in the key of G? <laughs> Jesus, I'll never forget what you've done for me. Jesus, I'll never forget how you set me free. Jesus, I'll never forget how you brought me out. Jesus, I'll never forget, no, never. Jesus, I'll never forget what you've done for me. Jesus, I'll never forget how you set me free. Jesus, I'll never forget how you brought me out. Jesus, I'll never forget, no, never. Can I forget what you've done for me? How can I forget how you set me free? How can I forget how you brought me out? How can I forget? No, never. He's done so much for me. I cannot tell it all. I cannot tell it all. Cannot tell it all. He's done so much for me that I cannot tell at all. He has taken my sin.
Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord a wave offering today. He's good. He's done so much. I cannot tell it all. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, he's done so much for me. I cannot tell it all. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Amen. It's kind of like being impressed with your own humility. I'm the humblest guy you've ever seen. I love the NLT. NLT sounds kind of like a sandwich. Oh, wait, that's the beer. I heard, I heard about a, a guy supposed to be a minister, and he's out swerving around, got pulled over. The cop said, how much have you been drinking? He said, oh, nothing. He said, well, what's in that thermos there? He said, J just water. He said, well, I need to check it out. Cop said, this smells like wine to me. He goes, God did it again. <laughs> Hallelujah. Isn't God good? Somebody say, God's good. All the time. Whether you feel like praising him, he's still worthy of praise. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Now, it didn't say you had to have good breath to praise the Lord. Amen. How many believe God's worthy? Acts chapter 16. Amen. It's just been so awesome to be here and it's with mixed emotions that I have to leave tomorrow. Of course, I miss my dear family and babies. Hallelujah. But, uh, but I love the great land of Alaska. Amen. I've gotten to enjoy it a little bit, get down by the river and watch the ducks and eagles and uh, everything. It's just, just so beautiful. Amen. And you know that. Amen. Do you ever get tired of it? No, they don't get tired of it. People don't know what they're missing, do they? <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's keep it this way. I'm going to go back and say it's, it's just awful. Don't go, it's cold. Oh, just. No, no, no. <laughs> Hallelujah. Give honor to Pastor and Sister Glover. How many appreciate these mighty people of God? And the church is filled with such wonderful people, truly. Just uh, this week, I've just gotten to enjoy getting to meet and speak with uh, numerous of you, and just, just as awesome. Uh, Acts 16, starting at verse 22. Isn't God good? And the multitude rose up together against them. This is Paul and Silas. If you live for God, everybody will like you, right? And the magistrates rent off their clothes and commanded to beat them. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely. This was just, God was just setting up another revival. <laughs> Hallelujah. The jailer, who having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. And at midnight, everybody say midnight. How many has ever felt like midnight? Paul and Silas prayed. When it seems dark in your life, you need to pray. And they sang praises unto God. 
and the prisoners heard them. Amen. And we don't praise God for people to hear us, but we're not afraid if people happen to hear us. Praise God. And suddenly there was a great earthquake. If you want God to start shaking things in your life, go ahead and start praising Him and praying. So that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's bands were loosed. We need to get loose this morning. Come on, shake off the, shake off the bands. And the keeper of the prison awaking out of his sleep and seeing the prison doors open, he drew out his sword and would have killed himself, supposing that the prisoners had been fled. But Paul cried with a loud voice saying, do thyself no harm. Everybody say, do yourself no harm. If we are all here, then he called for light and sprang in and came trembling and fell down before Paul and Silas and brought them out and said, sirs, what must I do to be saved? And this answer is true for his family. It's true for you. It's true for whatever you're facing. How can I how can I uh, find a remedy for or rectify this situation? What can I do? Uh, amen. It's believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved and thy house. Whatever physical affliction you're facing, come on, whatever spiritual thing you're facing, whatever need, uh, need for direction, need for you believe on Jesus. Hallelujah. And you shall be saved, delivered, helped, blessed. And they spake unto him the word of the Lord and to all that were in his house. This, uh, the whole jailer's house got a, uh, a good message, a good, good preaching to. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their stripes. So the jailers now, he's helping them with their wounds from the beating, their stripes. And then he was what? Well, why was he baptized? He was baptized because Jesus said, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Mark 16, 16. If it wasn't important, why are they doing it in the middle of the night? It had great significance and uh, uh, to, the, to the eternal salvation of his soul that there was an urgency that he be baptized right in the middle of the night. He was baptized, him and all his all his house straightway. And when he had brought them into his house, he set meat before them and rejoiced, believing in God with all his house. He went from suicidal to saved uh, that same night. Uh, in fact, his whole family was uh, saved, just like Paul had prophesied, you'll be saved and your house. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse uh, 35. And when it was day, the magistrates... Uh, Sent, uh, what's that say? Sent the surgeons, <laughs> saying, "Let those men go." <laughs> Hallelujah! And the keeper of the prison told this saying to Paul: "The magistrates have sent to let you go. Now, therefore, depart and go in peace." Amen. I'm going to speak a little bit this morning. Wait and see what the Lord will do. Wait and see what the Lord will do. Hallelujah. Don't despair. Don't be despondent. Uh, don't throw in the towel. Wait and see what God's going to do in your life, uh, in, in the lives of those you're praying for. Hallelujah. 
Um, I, I know I always talk about my grandpa being baptized. He was an atheist, got baptized at 90 years old. Hallelujah. Wait and see what God's going to do. Amen. Let's lift our hands together. God, you are the author and finisher of our faith. We thank you that you're still typing. You're still writing. You're still composing the next chapter of our life. You know the end from the beginning. Hallelujah. You're not confused. We may have been delayed, but we're not denied. Our failures are not final. You're still working all things together for our good. And we thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Somebody clap your hands to the Lord. Amen. Amen. Go, go shake hands with two, three folks. Say, it's great to see you in the house of God today. Tell somebody, tell somebody, say, you look pretty good this morning. Amen, amen. It's good to see you, Melissa. Now, if you had to lie to them, you can repent later, I mean. Amen. Isn't God good? Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wait and see what the Lord will do. When you're down to nothing, you know it. What is it? God's up to something. Somebody say, God's up to something. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Uh, Paul and Silas could have complained and been bitter at God and, and backslid. Come on. Uh, prosperity preacher on TV might have told them, if you live for God, you'll get rich. And here they got beaten and thrown in jail. Come on, but they were, they were about pleasing God and not men. They're about doing the will of God. Not everybody will like you if you do the will of God. Hey Amen, it got quiet on me. The old song says, though none go with me, still I will follow. Hallelujah. And, and, and uh, somewhere in about the middle of the night, they started... Uh, they, they, where's my, where's my chains? Mm, they started singing a little praise. Mm, look what the Lord has done. He healed my body. He touched my mind. He saved me just in time. I'm going to praise his name. He's every day the same. Come help me praise him. Look what the Lord has done. And they praised God, and all of a sudden there was an earthquake. The prisoners' bands were loosed. The jailer wakes up and realizes he dropped the ball. He draws out his sword. He's about to end it all, about to kill himself. And, of course, Paul shouts, do yourself no harm. 
Amen. Believe on the Lord and you shall be saved and your whole house. Come on, somebody. In one night, went from suicidal to saved. Praise God. And you look at different instances in the word of God. Suddenly, a situation can change. Joseph went from the prison to the palace in one afternoon. Amen. God can transform your situation in an instant. Glory to God. And he's still alive and well. Amen. This, this story wasn't out of the Old Testament. It's in the New Testament. It's in our dispensation. Amen. You read the book of Acts. That's all the same age we're living in. There's no amen at the end of the book of Acts. Because God's still writing the book of Acts. Praise God. Amen. Come on, there's the, the Sterling, Alaska chapter. There's the 2023 chapter. Oh, praise God. Amen. There's your chapter. There's my chapter. Oh, thank you, Lord. He's still writing. He's still typing. Wait and see what the Lord will do. Oh, praise the Lord. Amen. A friend of mine uh, it's going on to be with the Lord now, but years ago he uh, got attacked by a local newspaper. They wrote an article uh, just tearing him apart, and, and uh, he had some rental properties. They said, yeah, he's a slumlord. He's this and that. He's that. He, would, he was out of the box. He was, he'd try anything to reach souls. Uh, he, uh, would, he, he went and parked his truck in the worst part of town at the store with a big sign, uh, prayer and miracles, hallelujah. And people would line up and he'd pray for them and healings would happen. And so in this attack article, uh, they referred to him as a faith healer as well. This is crazy. They were just running him down and attacking him and, and making him sound like uh, uh, Jimmy Swaggart and Jim Jones and Jim, everybody, Jim Baker and... And just attacking him and called him a faith healer, which whatever, you know. Well, fast forward about a year. There was a guy or six months to a year later. There was a man not far away that was that was in desperate need of a healing in his body. And he started typing in and Googling. He just he typed in the word faith healer. And up came this article. And so he contacted Bob Morgan's pastor, Pastor Morgan's. And said, I heard you're a faith healer. He said, well, I got faith in, in God. You'd have to know Brother Morgans. He's, he, was, he, he stood in a, uh, he wouldn't leave his house without cowboy boots on. <laughs> Didn't matter if it was a general conference or anything, big snake skin boots or something. And he goes, when you get to heaven, you'll have a glorified body. It'll look something like this here. <laughs> anyway, that, that guy that contacted him ended up getting healed and saved. Hallelujah. What the devil meant for bad, God turned it around. God can turn your situation around. Hallelujah. Amen. Wait and see what the Lord will do. Amen. A guy that um, uh, we prayed through at the fall festival or fall um, hayride and stuff and the, the, the bonfire. He stood all right by the bonfire. God gave him the Holy Ghost and a friend had invited him uh, from his job. And when when he went back to work uh, after getting saved. Uh, he now was a different person. He didn't fit in anymore. He was different. It was, he didn't laugh at some of the same jokes and so forth. And 
uh, long story short, some people actually, they didn't like the new Brad, his name Brad. They worked against him to get him fired. They got him fired. Two weeks later, he got a job making exactly twice what he was making. Hallelujah. Amen. Wait and see what the Lord will do. Hallelujah. Amen. There's a true story of a lady that, this is a crazy story, but it's actually true. I saw the interview with this, this woman, and, and they did a special about it. You can watch it probably on YouTube somewhere. Uh, Joan Murray fell out of an airplane and survived. Fell out of an airplane and survived. And this is a crazy story. She fell, I, I don't know how many, hundred feet, and, and uh, her body bounced. And uh, when the paramedics finally came to her, they finally located exactly where she was and found her. She had swollen up about three times her normal size. And to make matters worse, and this is true, she fell onto a mound. Down south, they have fire ants. A mound of fire ants. And when the paramedics came to her, there were fire ants crawling over every square inch of her body, biting her all over her body. Now, when you thought your day couldn't get worse, and then... Well, long story short, uh, after all, all kinds of tests and so forth at the hospital, they, she's, she's likely going to make it. But the, the uh, uh, heart doctors and neurologists, they said that it was the biting of those ants that kept her blood circulating and kept her heart from shutting down. God has a way of working things out. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. And fast forward in time, she was able, uh, after so many weeks, she was able to sit up in bed and then get in a wheelchair. A few more months, she was able to walk with a walker. A few more months, she was able to walk with a cane. Uh, a couple years later, she was able to go back up in a plane and parachute again. Hallelujah. Wait and see what God will do with your life. In the back in about the fifties uh, uh, and sixties, there where God was using different men in, very powerfully in healing and, and miracles and uh, big crusades and huge tent revivals and uh, and uh, that was uh, you know in the days of the Voice of Healing revival. Uh, somebody came up to. Uh, Oral Roberts, and their child had a, a severe need. This boy was born without hip sockets. And she approached uh, Oral Roberts and said, will you pray for, uh, for my, my boy? He has no hip sockets. And he looked at her. He, at least he was honest. He said, he said, I don't have faith for that. That's what he told her. She said, I'm not asking you to have faith for it. She said, you just pray the prayer. She said, I've got faith for it. And God healed that. But God miraculously did a creative miracle and put hip socket. He ended up running back and forth across. That's a super, we serve a supernatural God. Amen. God is able to move in your situation in an amazing way. How many believe he's still a creator? He's still a creator. Just sitting there right now, you could be healed in your bones. You could be healed in your circulation. You could be healed. Lift your hands to the Lord. 
in your eyes. You could be healed in your intestines. You can be healed in your whole body right now, in your feet. You could be delivered from headaches and migraines right now. You could be delivered by the presence of God without anybody coming to you. God is moving in this place. If you reach out with faith and connect to him, he is able, he is able to do it. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. 1 Corinthians 4, 5 says, judge nothing before it's time. Look at somebody and say, quit judging me. Say, God's still working on me. I'm glad God's still working on you. Woo. Amen. Mark, it's good to see you here. I'm just glad Mark and Marina have been coming. Praise God. Mark, quit judging me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Amen. If someone says, you shouldn't judge, you shouldn't judge. You know, they actually just judged you. They just judged that you were judging. And John 7, uh, 24, I believe it is, said, Jesus said, judge with righteous judgment. So Jesus tells you to judge. Hallelujah. Well, amen. Not be judgmental. But judge, righteous judgment. If something was a sin in the Bible, it's still a sin today. We're keeping our records right, watching both day and night. How many are getting ready to leave this world? Keeping our armor bright, watching both day and night. Some of y'all don't know these old songs. Amen. Amen. So we got to see what the Lord will do. And um, nextly, we've got to keep our focus right. Amen? Focus on Jesus. Paul and Silas, that's what they were doing. They were focused on Jesus. They were praising God even though they'd been beaten and cast into prison. They were in the spirit. I don't know what I would have been doing. <laughs> Hopefully, I'd be in the spirit like they were. We got to keep our focus right. We need to focus on the good. Focus on God. Be thankful. Amen. We need to have a forgiving spirit. Amen. We got to sometimes we have to shift our mind and attention off of negative. Amen. And think on these things. True, honest, just, pure, lovely, virtue, praise, good report. How many believe I'm in the book this morning? We've got to, the Bible says, cast, don't let worry bog you down. Cast your care on him. Amen. Everything is, is either four things. Either take action on it. Amen. God's not going to brush your teeth for you. If you got to do something, you got to do it. Or if, you, if there's nothing you can do, if you can't fix it, you pray about it. Or you... Uh, cast, you cast it. After you prayed about it and it hasn't changed, say, Lord, I'm casting this on you. I'm casting this situation. I put this in your hands. The Bible says cast your care on him. He careth for you. He cares for you so you don't have to. 
Let God do the worrying for you. <laughs> Wait and see what the Lord will do. Praise God. Amen. Or a combination of the two. Hallelujah. We've got to keep our focus right. And sometimes you just got to move on mentally. Amen. Yeah. Paul said, I forget those things that are behind and reach forth to those, that are, those things that are ahead of me. Amen. Yeah. Wait and see what God will do. There's something ahead of you. Your best days aren't behind you. They're ahead of you. Yeah. In Jesus' name. Yeah. Well, this person did that. That person did this. this is, I'm going to be bitter and lose the victory. No, fall in love with Jesus. Focus on Jesus. That's what Paul and Silas had done. They end up in prison. Hey, this is a good opportunity to pray and, and, and praise God. Amen. One um, uh, preacher I know was preaching in South Carolina, uh, not South Carolina, South Africa, South Africa in a tent revival. And this particular crusade, uh, they had the men on one side and the women on the other side. And right in the middle of his preaching, this great big old guy uh, stood up and said, if your God will heal my wife, then I will serve your God. And he said, and he, he, he's a real tiny guy, but he said, without thinking, he said, God doesn't make deals. And then, he's, and then he said, why did I say that? <laughs> but he said, God doesn't make deals. And he walked up to him and he said, do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? And he said, well, well, yes. He said, that ought to be enough right there for you to serve him. And he began to talk to the guy and the guy began to, uh, to, to bow his head and began to pray, began to repent and, and, and tears began to uh, form in his eyes and he, he prayed and God filled that man with the Holy Ghost. Well, what had happened was it got, um, uh, before this, what he's talking about, heal my wife, his wife had lost an eye. It was gouged out. Uh, they iron there with the, with a big stick and a flat uh, pan that they do their iron, ironing with, and, and somehow the edge of that had hit her eye and lost her eyesight, and and so she was blind in one eye and and struggled with vision in the other eye. Uh, but while he was getting the Holy Ghost over here, all of a sudden there came a shriek over here. His wife was sitting over here. She said, I can see, I can see. God healed her eyes and did a miracle in her while he, she, he was filling her husband with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Wait and see what the Lord will do. I can't promise you if you live for God. I could lie to you and say, now if you live for God, uh, Sister Nichols, I mean, everything's going to be perfect. People will like you. They're going to throw money at you. Nobody's going to look at you funny. You live for Jesus. People, oh, uh, your whole life's going to be just, this is your day. Today is your day. Okay, sorry. You live for, but uh, Jesus said, uh, the Bible says perilous times shall come. Amen. In the world, you will have trouble. Jesus said, but I give you my peace. Amen. You live for God. And so I can't tell you what God's going to do. Now, if you, some of you are newer, starting to plug in, live for God. Now, I can't say the road won't be rocky a little bit now. Come on. Amen. But it's better to live for God. Amen. Jesus said, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. Praise the Lord. The way of the transgressor is hard. 
it's going to be better to live for God, but not everything's going to always just be, be perfect. Praise God. If you have an expectation, I thought, I, I thought everything would just be heaven on earth because I became a Christian. Amen. Come on, there's a little bit of struggles. Uh, but I can tell you, wait and see what the Lord will do because he's not done working in your life. Blessed are they which hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. The Lord is a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. He's God. I can't tell you exactly what he's going to do. Wait and see what he's going to do. He's going to do something. How many know he's faithful? He's a rewarder. He knows how to reward you. And I can look back on my life, things I was praying about, and God did something way better. How many know God knows what to do for you? He's the author. He's the finisher. Amen. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Whatever you're praying about, God hears your prayer, and God's going to work out in his time and his way. But whatever we're praying about is not as significant as the one we're praying to. So you draw nigh to God, and he draws nigh to you. Amen. Something that, uh, something that you're praying about, the, the most important thing is the presence of the Lord. You can pray, and I mentioned the other night about prayer, amen, time in his presence, not just giving a list of stuff, amen, not just giving a list of stuff, but learning to enjoy the presence of the Lord. Paul and Silas learned just, I'm going to praise God, I'm going to pray, I'm going to have revival in this jail, amen, they learned to enjoy the presence of God. In uh, Pentecost, Many of you have heard of Brother T.W. Barnes. How many, how many remember hearing all these stories? Every preacher is always talking about Brother Barnes. Oh, he was awesome. He was a great man of God, humble guy. Not as humble as me. No, I'm kidding. I'm just being silly, being silly. No, but he was used very powerfully by God, obviously. Just great miracles. I mean, uh, creative miracles. God used this man. I mean, just astounding things. One example is, uh, I can give so many examples. One example was, there was a lady sitting on the front row, one of the services he was preaching, and the Holy Ghost touched this woman. She had had a surgery to remove a tumor from her head, and, uh, and it, of course, it left a big scar. Well, the tumor grew back, and that, so then now she had a tumor and a scar. No one touching her. The Spirit of God swept over, touched her, and took the tumor and the scar miracles just supernatural miracles and i could i could tell all kinds of amazing things that have that have happened in fact uh when we got to see him we were down there in Minden, louisiana and he was at that point uh in his 90s and he just sat in a chair and just spoke to us and the power of god uh, reached out through there people would all of a sudden I, I just got healed in my leg while he's sitting there talking god doing miracles to the glory of god but what i did not realize until uh, fairly recently was that when he was a teenage boy he had two siblings die the first one obviously prayed god heal him god heal him he died the next one i believe it was a i think it was a radiator exploded on on uh, his two-year-old brother and of course he prayed and prayed god heal him and he died after that second uh, brother died he went out in the woods to pray he crossed over a creek climbed up the hill on the other side knelt down and said god he's 14 years old tom barnes at that point 14 years old he said if i never see you heal another person i still believe you're a healer and god looked down and said 
I'm going to use this guy. I'm going to use Wait and see what God will do in your life. If you'll draw nigh to God, if you'll be faithful to God, well, I can't guarantee. See, God's not a vending machine. You put in two days of fasting, you can get out five miracles. You can get. <laughs> if you pray 37 minutes, then God will do this and that. It, it's not like that. But if you make up your mind, come hell or high water, I'm going to serve God. Though none go with me, I will follow. Look hell in the face till your eyelashes singe. And say, I'm going to serve God. I'm going to praise God. I'm going to worship God. Well, if he does this, I'll serve him. We got to say, I'm going to live for God. I'm going to be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Let the weak say, I am strong. Amen? Speak faith. Believe God. Have expectation. Amen. Let's lift our hands to the Lord. God, forgive us for bickering, complaining, doubting, pouting. God, help us to serve you, please you, and believe for great things in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. For what you're doing in our midst, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, praise God that you're working all things together for good to them that love you, Lord God. Uh, you're moving. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, uh, some of us might have thought we deserved this or deserved that or, or we're entitled to this. Uh, but if we can just give God the glory, if we can just stay faithful to God. Amen. If God can use you, it's, True humility to realize it had nothing to do with me. But he can use any one of you. Amen. If you get an accurate word and then you say, you know what? I'm going to start calling myself a prophet. I'm going to go print it up and pass it out. Flyers that says I'm a prophet. Put it all over the internet. I am a prophet. Because God spoke through me. You're setting yourself up for failure. Hallelujah. And then people, oh, yeah. What's your prophetic word? Uh, let me see, and you make up something. Someone say hallelujah. But we need to realize that Jesus said, the works that I do shall you do also. And his spirit and his power and his prophetic wants to flow through his whole body in operation. Amen. Uh, Moses said, I wish all of Israel would prophesy. God's able to speak through you. Dreams, visions, your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your old men, uh, young men, dreams and visions. God's able to work through you. He's no respecter of persons. Amen. Amen. I was talking about those old healing revivals. Someone came up to one of them and, uh, or no, someone sent, it was, a, it was a very wealthy lady, a very wealthy lady that sent word to the preacher, said, um, if you will uh, come out to my house and pray for me, uh, I will give you a very sizable offering. You can come to my house. And he said, well, send her word back. She can come out to the tent and get healed like everybody else. We got to humble ourselves before the Lord. Amen. Amen. Let's lift our hands and love Jesus. God, you're awesome. You're good. Your faith is like a lightning rod to attract to the presence of God. Without faith, none of us can please Him. It's impossible to please Him. But when you, you believe God, faith, amen, not just uh, for something, but faith in 
the one who you are trusting in. Hallelujah. And Job said, though he slay me, yet I will trust him. Amen. I'm not saying God's not going to do good stuff for you. He will. I hath not seen nor ear heard. Neither has entered the heart of man the things God has prepared for them that love him. Hallelujah. But we don't just serve God for what he's going to do either. Amen. We're the bride of Christ, but we're not a gold digging bride. Hallelujah. But he's able to open the windows of heaven and supply all your need according to his riches and glory. He's able to heal you. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's able to move in your life. You've got heart trouble, cancer, diabetes too. God has the medicine to cure you. Someone shout amen. amen. Clap your hands to the Lord. Let's all stand to our feet. I'm going to preach the second hour standing. No, no, no. Hallelujah. We've got to have our focus right. Wait and see what the Lord will do. I have to tell you, my faith's not in the political system. Turn me up just a hair, brother. Levi's doing a good job. I like that guy. He's a good guy. My faith's not in a politician. My faith is in Jesus Christ. Right. And Daniel chapter 2 speaks about one day when there's a stone that's going to come and crumble the kingdoms of this earth, the corrupt, wicked kingdoms of this earth. How many know what I'm talking about? Daniel chapter 2. And it's gonna, there's going to be a wind that carries them away. No more place found for them like the chaff. But then that stone says it's going to grow and become a great mountain. And fill the whole earth. How many know who the rock is? How many know who the stone is? The stone that the builders rejected is the head corner of the stone. Amen. The head of your life. We could either fall on the rock. We have two choices. We can fall on the rock and be broken. Or the rock fall on us and grind us to powder. But that stone's going to grind to powder the communist wicked regimes. Amen. The, uh, the Iron Curtain and the, all the, the uh, cartels. Amen. The corrupt uh, drug cartels. Amen. The crime syndicates and uh, the human traffickers and all the wicked governments and the perverts and the corrupt. He's going he's gonna to set up his kingdom. Revelation chapter 20 says, come on somebody. He's going he's gonna to reign. The devil will be bound for a thousand years. Amen. A day as the, of the Lord is like a thousand years. We're coming up on our 7,000th year from when Adam was created. It's a day of rest. When he'll take his rightful place on the throne. Amen. You can study this out. It's in the Word of God. The millennial reign of Jesus Christ. It says we're going to rule and reign with him. We're going to, how many are looking forward to ruling and reigning with Jesus? Amen. And then, of course, all eternity after that. Praise God. How many putting stock in his kingdom? He's not running for election for four years, eight years, ten years, a thousand years. Then all eternity. You, you're, I, I've summed up the whole book of Revelation. This is for you lazy folks. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I've summed it up for you. You know there's seven vials, seven seals, seven candlesticks, seven trumpets, seven angels of the uh, different churches, seven uh, 
seven uh, this and seven that. <laughs> I summed up the whole book in seven words. You want to be on God's side. You want to be on God's side. How many's glad you're on God's side? One day every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. We've beat the crowd this morning. We've beat the rush. Come on. We came to, you only get credit if you do it now. You only get credit if you do it right now by faith. Thomas, blessed are they which believe who have not seen. Oh, hallelujah. There's an extra blessing that Thomas, Thomas didn't get. Amen. He had to see to believe. We believe and we've not seen. Jesus said, blessed are they that believe and have not seen. But one day you're going to see it. Every eye shall behold him. We're all going to see him. Hallelujah. He's high and lifted up. Oh, praise God. How many are looking forward to what God's going to do? Amen. Let's come around. Let's gather around this altar. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He's going to honor your prayers. He's going to honor your faith. He's going to honor your Bible studying, your, your, your scripturing, your fasting. Amen. You're lasting. If you pray, you'll stay. If you fast, you'll last. Thank you, Jesus. Someone say hallelujah. What's God going to do? I don't know, but he's going to do something. He's a rewarder. He's a rewarder. Hallelujah. In this life and in the life to come. Hallelujah, Missy. It's good to see you. Let's lift our hands to the Lord. Let the Holy Ghost reign in this place. Let him fall again. Hallelujah. Let him fall again. Hallelujah. Yes, 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 yes. Yes.